Okay, good morning, Bishot Sarbat Kron. We are on Kuf Yud Dalid Ahmed Aleph. We are towards the bottom. Um, we're in the middle of talking about. We had this discussion about um, if a child eats nevela, meaning eats inappropriate food, which is an Easter daraisa, is are we required to stop them from doing it if they are doing it on their own because they're not. They're, they don't have a direct of not to have it. Are we required to stop them? Or is it just that we are, can't instigate them doing something inappropriate? So we have this statement from Rav Padas that when it comes to a child, we, we, we don't need to stop them. That also would apply. This all ties back from to the from a Yavama's perspective to the discussion around the Chayresh, which is also doesn't have the obligation and whether you need to, they need to um, follow the rules, quote-unquote, so we're in the middle of a whole series of attempts to provide proofs around um, around whether around a, a child or ultimately a chayresh whether you need to stop them from doing an Easter daraisa because they're not really chayev. So we're up to tashma. So um, tashma lo sa'ochlum ki sheketheim. So this is talking about not eating creepy crawlies. So. So we have this additional pasuk that says don't they shouldn't don't eat don't eat them because they're they're um, they're shekets they're abomination is literally what it means. Um, now there are multiple places that it talks about not eating um, creepy crawlies. So this pasuk is extra. So why do we need this pasuk? So it says lo lo sochilum, meaning you should not cause other people to eat them. This is to warn the grown-ups about the children. Um, so therefore, what that implies that this is, in a way, challenges what we're talking about, right? So if the gedolim are, are required to, to oversee the katanim, that would go against what we were talking about. My love. So what is what is they what are we talking about here? So you should say the adult should say to the child, don't eat the creepy crawl. You shouldn't allow them to eat it, even though they're not. You know, this goes against rapidas. So the answer is low. That's not the correct way to read the, the Baraisa, meaning the low lifts meaning you shouldn't feed the child by your actively feed the child the creepy crawlies by themselves. It doesn't mean that if they eat it on their own, you have to stop them. So this this doesn't really this doesn't really work as a proof one way or the other. So another another similar case. Tashma kol nefesh mikam loso chaldam is a pasuk that says you shouldn't eat blood, and there are multiple places where it says that you're not supposed to eat blood. So why do we need this extra one again? to warn the adults about the children. So my love, what are the children being warned to do? The lotochu. Maybe it means that they should tell the children not to eat blood. So again, that maybe that means the adults are are chayev to stop the children from doing this iser. Um, the answer again is low. The low You shouldn't give them a uh, milkshake made out of blood. You shouldn't feed it. You feed it to them themselves. But if they do it on their own, you don't need to stop them. And a third similar case, Tashma Emor Amarta. This talks about the Kohanim and about Tuma and Tahara. So there are again multiple places where it talks about that the Kohanim need to um, avoid um, Tumas Mace. And this is another case of that. So why do we have this additional one? Again, to warn the adults about the children. Again, that theory that the adults should have to stop the children from becoming Tameh. 
my love is so what is the adult being warned to do the armor you should be saying to the kids don't don't do that don't you're going to become you know you get thomas mace more again answers low no the low will be a dime you shouldn't actively cause them to be come but it means if they go ahead and do it on their own you don't need to stop them. So again, all three of these cases are basically the same. So the Gemara is going to ask, why do we need all three cases? And the answer, and it says, we need all three of them. That if we only talk, learned about the creepy crawlies, that the, the, that, that particular case, go to Ahmed Bey's, Mishum, the Yisrael Mimashu, you would think that, that, that maybe that applies because when it comes to a creepy crawly, you are higher for eating even the most minor amount. You have the tiniest bit of a creepy crawly, that there's there's a chiyav, right? So avodam, but when it comes to blood, the ad the ikaravias until you have at least a ravias, which is a much larger measure, um, you're not you're not really involved. So you were you you know you wouldn't you wouldn't you need both of them because you might think that it, one applies that the shkatsim is is uh, is identified because of its significance. Um, aim low. So therefore, you might say that when it comes to blood, you don't, you don't, you don't do it. So therefore, you need you need both of them to teach the two things. and If I only talked about blood, mishum um, Because when it comes to eating blood, there's a more potentially quote unquote more severe chi of misa for eating blood. It comes to kares. When it comes to shratzim, you, you know you're only involved in the in malchus. So a malo, you would say that you don't have to worry about about trust him. Even so, the what so you, you so the first situation you say you need you need trust him because it talks about the difference in the size of the item, and, the, and then you need blood because it talks about the penalty. Um, and if you only had the two, if you only had the creepy crawlies in the blood, mishum um, because you you need this because. The third case about the tuma it only applies to kohanim, so you need those. So, so that wouldn't if you only had that pasuk, it wouldn't apply to everybody. It applies to kohanim. Um, so you would say that it that all that only applies because it talks about tuma tahara. And if you if you only taught us, let me say that let me say that again. If you didn't have this one, it wouldn't apply. It only applies to issues that apply to everybody, and it does not apply to tuma tahara that applies to kohanim specifically. And if I only had the one about Tuma, um, Kohanim Shani, you would say, no, this is we need this because it talks about the Kohanim. Mishum Deribas had mitzvos Yisairis, because the Kohanim had extra mitzvos. Avohani, but for everybody else, Amalo. So it's therefore Tzricha. Therefore, you need all three situations to talk about the three differences between the two, whether it's the amount, whether it's the Esor, um, or whether it's that it applies to both Kohanim and non Kohanim. Okay, more a couple more examples to, to or more attempts to prove um, Rav Padas, and these next couple actually tie back to our initial discussion from our Mishnah about Achayresh and Yevamos. Shnei Achim Echad Pikeach Echad Chayresh. You have two brothers. One is a Pikeach and one is a Chayresh. Nisuin and they marry two women that are Pichos. Um, they're competent. So the one who is deaf is the one who dies. Again, you have two brothers. One is okay and one is deaf. And the one that dies is the one that's deaf. What is the um, typical husband who's married to the typical wife? What, are, what, are they, what is, what's his story? 
Um, he doesn't have to do anything because his wife is married. His wife's sister is the is the um, Yavama. So therefore, he's exempt. That's you know that's Yavama's one hundred one. Um, however, But if the one who is not deaf, the one who is okay, who is married to someone else who is okay, he's the one who dies. What should the deaf one, who is the husband of the pikachas, do? He has to give his wife a get. Um, because his marriage was only a Durabanan marriage, and therefore he has to exit that marriage. And his brother's wife is therefore forbidden, forbidden to him. Um, so why does he have to give his own wife a get? Let's say about him, back to our case, right? That this is a katan novelos. He's not really liable because he is a he is a chayrish. So, um, so why, why? What's the purpose of the get? Why don't we just leave it alone? You know, ignore ignore the situation, like we've said over and over and over. Our answer is because it's not about him; it's about her. His wife is a is a pikachas, and she has an obligation that he does not have. So, therefore, we we force him to give her um, to give her um, a get because of her. Another similar case: so two okay men marry one, two sisters, one who is deaf and one who is not. So if the pikeach, the one who the one who is married to the chareshes, um, dies, what should the um, what should the brother who is okay, who is who is married to someone who is okay, do? He doesn't have to worry about it because his wife is a his wife is there and his wife is a pikacha, so therefore he's he's absolved. However, mace pikeach bal pikachas, but if the okay guy who's married to an okay woman dies, what should the pikeach who's married to a deaf person do? Moses ishto beget, he has to give his wife a get. And he has to give his brother's wife chalitza. Um, why does he have to give his wife a get again? His wife is a chareshes. Takes of gabe. He should stay with her because why? Because same thing. You know, she is a, as if a katanachel nevelos. She shouldn't. She's not obligated here. She's she's not. Um, you know, she's a chareshes. So you shouldn't have to do anything with her. Because of him. Because he is a pikeach. He has an obligation. Therefore, because of him. You therefore have to you have to do again. So last last attempt, Amarava Tashma, Shnei Achim, two brothers, Echad Cheresh, Echad Bikeach. They have all the the men. One is deaf and one is not. Nisui and Shnei Achayos are married to two sisters. Echad Bikachas, Echad Cheresh is one and one. So in this case, you have um, a, a a deaf husband and you have a deaf wife, right? So Meis Cheresh Bal Cheresh. So if the deaf husband who's married to the deaf wife, he were to want, be the one to die. What should the um, okay husband and wife do? They're okay. They have no problem because the um, sister is 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 the sister of the of the woman. So he's he's yotze. He's out of it. He doesn't have to worry about it. Makes But if the typical okay husband is the one that dies, what should the Deaf husband who's married to a deaf wife do 
Moses Ishto Beget, he has to give his wife a get. Vaishis Achiv Asura Olam, and his wife's and his hus- his brother's wife is Asur to him forever. Vaha Vaha in this case, the Lavi Suradida, the Lavi Suradideika. So unlike the other cases where there was always a um the Oraisa level person involved, there was a Pikeach involved, that's why we gave a get. Why do we have to worry about it here? You have a, a, a cheresh on both ends. The katani begin. We still make him give a get. You know, in theory, we should go back to our thing and we should say, you know, there is a deaf husband and a deaf wife. So therefore, it should be the same thing. Let them as if they're ochel nevela. Same thing. No, it's more of a of a worry that um, people will think that you can you can go ahead and let some, you know you don't have to go through yibum. You don't have to go through divorce. So this is all there to pre- prevent a misconception about what's happening here, and therefore just to institutionalize this, they required him to go out with a get. So with this will end the parak, and we'll start the next Mishnah. Um, okay, so this is the next to the last parak of Yuvabos. This is going to talk about um, when a woman comes to testify about her husband having died, and whether you believe her or not. So ha'isha shahalcha hi ubalo medina sayam. So a woman and her husband went away, they traveled away, and shalom beino levena, shalom ba'olam, and there's two statuses. Status one is that it's it's believed that both her and her husband are on good terms, they're not fighting, and it's not, and it's not, and there's peace in the world, meaning they're not going into like a war zone. And she comes back and she says, my husband died. Tina says she's allowed to remarry based on her own testimony. Makes um, Bali. Um, similarly, if she comes back and she says, my husband died, she should be able to do Yibam with her husband's brother. However, but if there is the husband and wife are on good terms, how but, but there's war going on, there's war in the world, and therefore they're potentially going into a war zone. Or, the other way of looking at it, Katata Bain Levena, the husband and wife are known to be fighting, Michelle and Baolam, and there is but there is no not a war zone. Uvasa, the Arma Mace Bali, and she comes back and she says her husband died. Ainana she's not believed. Um, she's not believed, and the Gemara will go into why she's not believed, but in essence she's either not believed because when she goes into a war zone, she might not have really seen the husband died she might have assumed that you know because he was in a situation where it was seemed to be impossible to have survived or that you know she's fighting with him and therefore she's motivated to want to say that he's he's not not alive anymore um rabbi huda omer la'olam internet mns she's never believed ella imbasa bocha ubagadea crew and only if she comes back and she's clearly in a state of mourning that she's crying her stuff is torn up or whatever but the Chachamim say whether or not, and this goes back to the um, to the first case where we said it would she would be believed, right? So the so he would say she's only Rabbi Huda says she's only believed if she had if she's showing physical signs of mourning. The Chachamim says no. Either way, you, you would believe her to, to to remarry based upon her case, her testimony if it's a case of they're on good terms. So Tana. So in the Mishnah it says Shalom Bein Levena. Why does it have to say that? Does that mean, so the question here is, does that mean that there has to be um, evidence or proof that there is both peace between him, her, and her husband? Um, and why does it have to say that? And the only reason is, because in the second case, it wants to talk about where they're, that we know they're fighting. So you don't have to necessarily know 
So the question here is basically what we're saying is um, it's not that you need specific proof that they are on good terms, but you can go along with the status quo and you could assume they're on good terms. And the reason the Mishnah uses the wording the way it does is only because the second case where they're fighting, it wants to lead off that way. When they're fighting is where you need somewhat of evidence. Similarly, Tana Shalabaolam, the reason when it says peace in the world, it's not like you need like a whole UN report to prove that there's no war going on. It's really, you can, you know, status quo is war. The answer is, because in the second case, it's going to talk about that there, there's war in the world. So fine. So that just talks about the wording. So why don't we believe the wife when it comes to a war time? Amarava, ma time of the Why don't we believe her when, it, when it's time of war? Mishum de Amre Bidamame. Because she'll say what she thinks actually happened, um, whether or not she really has evidence that she saw him dead. Um, she, she might, in her mind, say, is it possible that she went into this place where there was a battle and there's everybody's lying on the ground dead and he wasn't killed as well? Um, you know, she would go without actually seeing, you know, he might have gone away to an area where there's war and, you know, he didn't come back. But that doesn't mean that she saw him actually, you know, dead and buried. But you might say that, since they get along, she's going to wait and see if he actually comes back. Like she's not going to be so quick to, to leave the scene. She has times that she might have seen him wounded or, or she sees that he was really in a place that she, there's no way she believes he could have survived. And there are but that, you know, he might have been wounded, but maybe there are ways that he could have been you know, maybe he ran into a good medic that had a good type of bandage that was able to, even though he had a, you know, a spear through his, through his head, maybe there was like some great doctor that was able to save him. So she might have seen him get injured, but she didn't see that he actually died. Um, so Rav is thought to say that a, um, a time of Rav, when people are dying from famine, um, and uh, it's 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 not the same like a like a war zone. That if there's a time of famine and a woman testifies that her husband dies, Dulo Amra day, she's not going to say that he died just based upon um, the fact that you know there's no way he could have survived. You know she, he would say that that war is one thing, but you know if, if there's famine and people are dying of famine, she's not going to just assume that her husband died of famine without actually having seen him dead and buried. Um, but Rava backs away from what he said. Rava, Rava later said, maybe, maybe Rav, a famine, is like a wartime because he gives an incident because this is what he did. Someone, a woman came before Rava. She said, my husband died of, in a Rav, in, in, a, in a time of hunger. Rava said to Shapir, Avadita, the shays for Nafshek. It's good that you left and saved yourself by running away, um, and otherwise you would have died also. Salkadaitach, could you believe, lady? Divahu Purta, the Nafisa, the Shafkele Havichaze. You know, because it's impossible that even if they, you know, that that even with a little bit of, of, of food or flour that, that was left there, that anyone could have survived. You know, there, there's no way, lady, that anyone could have survived. So it's a good thing you ran away. Armalay, and she said back to him, I, I see that you understand what I'm talking about because there's no way anyone could have survived. Right? So she's clearly saying, she's clearly speculating. 
Um, he's saying to her, it's a good thing you ran away because there's no way anyone could have survived. She said, you see, that's what I mean. There's no way he could have survived. Right? So she's clearly like speculating without actually seeing him die, dead. Hada Amar Rava. Rava therefore said, Ravon griya mimilchama. Ra'av, a famine, is actually worse than milchama. The ilom milchama, when it comes to milchama, comes to war. Amra meis bali bimilchama hu delo mehemna. Um, when she says my husband died in a war, she's not believed. Um, but if she were to come back and say, you know what, my husband died on his bed without mentioning the war, um, she would have she would have been believed. If she said, you know, he just died on his own without mentioning the war, she would have been believed. This is like a Migo case. Could, she could have said that he died on his own because there's, there's a war situation. She's actually she's believed that she doesn't bring up the war. But when there's a, a ra'av going on, she's not believed until she, until she says, you know, he died and I actually buried him. So when in case of war, she might have, um, she, you know, there's a possibility he might have escaped. And therefore, you know, she, she could have just said, not brought up the case that there was war going on. But when it comes to a famine, everyone knows the famine is going on. And therefore, if she says that she needs to bring proof or actually state that she saw him dying. So, um, just a little bit more. We'll just go to the top of the next off. Um, Mapola. So, when it comes to a building collapsing, um, that when it comes to that, she might say, based upon not actually having seen him die, that he passed away. That she could have said, there's, you know, again, there's no way that anyone could have survived this um, building collapse. So therefore, you have the concern about that as well. Similarly, if, uh, if they're overrun by snakes and scorpions, um, that's similar to a Muhammad time that the woman would have said, again, without actually seeing him dead, there's no way, you know, I saw him covered in rattlesnakes and vipers and all sorts of things. There's no way he could have survived that. Um, Dever, when it comes about a plague, however, some would say that a plague is similar to war where you don't believe her unless she knows she saw specifically that the guy died. And some say, no, it's not really that way. Some will say that it's like a mechama because the woman might say what she thinks is true because she could have said everyone in this area died of a plague. There's no way he could have survived. From Malay, say no. It's not like the Mahama the Samche Adami Inche, because some like people say Shav Shanim Havimos. Now there may be a seven-year plague. V'inish Bloshnei Loazil, and some people and people aren't going to die before they're supposed to. So meaning that people are only going to die um, at the end of when they're supposed to die. So even though there's a plague, you could have li- they could have lived. Ibaylahu. Um, so they they asked Hechzikahi Mahama Baolam. Um, she herself said that there was a war. So again, we talked about earlier that she could have said, um, could have done the Migo, that she could have said he died in her, his bed. Um, but she mentioned that, that he died in the war. So if she mentions the war herself, Maho, do we believe her to remarry? Me, Amrina Ma Lelashekir, do we say that what is the reason for her to lie and say there is, you know, and bring up the thing there, there's, there's a war going on. And if she had just, you know, left the good enough alone and not mentioned there was a war, there was a war. Or maybe, since there might have been war, um, 
you know, she might have done it based upon what she thought on her own. Um, you know, so this whole concept, there's a whole question about why, what's the benefit of her lying about this? It doesn't come and disagree. So her bringing up the fact that there's war, you know, maybe that should be, that should help her case and make her more believed because she didn't have to say that. She could have just said that, um, she could have just said that he died without bringing up the war thing. Um, but so maybe she's further believed. So we'll leave this for next week. So for now, We'll stop and we'll pick up next week with Kuf Tesvav Ahmed Alf. Everyone should have a wonderful day.